Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more hot slash. Am I the butthole? <laughs> and if you'd like to skip the initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along the timeline as always. But if you are new here, please consider clicking that like maybe that subscribe too and maybe that notification bell as well and checking that to always so youtube always notifies you because otherwise it just won't <laughs> and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys Now, our first story comes from Can't Dance, Still Do It. Am I the asshole for telling my friend that her getting treated like a doormat is her choice and that I won't do the same? My 27 female partner S, 32 male, and I've been together for three years. Our relationship has always been a little odd from the outside. S works 80 plus hours a week, holy moly, as a lawyer at a large firm. I work as a policy analyst for the government and a nice 37 and a half hours a week in comparison. Before we dated, he told me that he wants to work up to being a partner and that would require long hours. I told him that I prioritize work-life balance even if it means a lower salary. We agreed to date knowing this about each other. My best friend V, 27 female, and her boyfriend started dating. Our first year of university and have a rocky relationship. The boyfriend cheated on V in our last year of uni and he's since been caught cheating again, twice. V, against my advice, has chosen to stay with him. S recently got a promotion and, as part of a deal, was assigned an assistant. When I met her, I kind of got a vibe that she was crushing on S. She was really flirty and very attentive to S, which he pointed out to me first. He said that he'd still keep her on as an assistant, but that he would make sure nothing got out of hand. I wasn't concerned because I've never had a reason to worry about he would cheat on me. One night, V and I got dinner and later decided to go back to my place. S's office is in between the restaurant we were at and my apartment building, so I offered to go drop off some food for him. I asked V if it was okay if we stopped and she agreed. When we got to his floor, he was working in a glass paneled room alone with his assistant. I didn't think much of it, dropped off the food and left. I also want to add that there were lots of other people in the office. As soon as we left, V asked if that was the assistant that I thought had a crush on S. I said yes, that they often work late together. V got angry at me, saying that I was treating this like a joke and that if I want to keep my man, I have to stake my claim or something. I explained to her that I wasn't worried that he would cheat and that I trusted him. V told me that she was certain that he was cheating and that I should force him to ask for a different assistant. I was getting kind of annoyed, but it got worse when V said, amongst other things, that S knows he can cheat on me and I'd let him because he makes more money than me, so he doesn't need to respect me because he pays more. S's salary is around three times mine, although I have an okay salary myself, 85k, and don't need him for money. We split bills percentage-wise, so I pay less than he does, but it's equitable and we agreed on it. I told V that just because she's okay with being treated like a doormat doesn't mean I am and that if he cheated on me, I would leave him. 
respect is essential in a relationship. I also said she had no place offering relationship advice considering her boyfriend is a serial cheater and they fought all the time and that if she wanted to keep complaining to me, I should start charging her. It was mean and I feel really bad about it now. She hasn't talked to me since. So, am I the asshole? Now, as she was reading further and further into this story, I thought it was going to go down the road of that he did cheat on you and then you did split up with him rather than like V didn't. But I'm glad it didn't go down that path. And it sounds like you've got a great relationship where you can both trust each other. 80 plus hours a week though. Is that healthy? I don't know. I'm not judging that. <laughs> and fair play to him if you both agreed on this and you know he wants to get that, that partner position. Fair play. And whilst I got to say, and here we go, Mark's going to do it. I do have empathy for V because she's clearly going through some stuff and has some insecurities of her own where she can't break up with this guy. For whatever reason, that's no excuse to push these insecurities onto you and to your relationship. Absolutely not. And I think I'm going to go with her not the arsehole here, but I could see it going to an everyone sucks here as well because, you know, the comment could have come across a bit, a bit harsh maybe, but... And again, whilst I have empathy for V, if I was putting myself in that position and someone that's been cheated on whilst you've been trying to, you know, prevent that and give them advice on their relationship and they tried giving you that advice, I think I'd be feel a bit disrespected in some ways as well and may lash out, potentially. <laughs> but to worry about you, Ho says, not the asshole. She's projecting and she insisted on being rude while refusing to drop it when you disagreed politely the first time. Marty Bauer says, not the arsehole, congratulations for being in a mature relationship where you aren't paranoid about your SO banging everything in sight. That's a great place to be. And you weren't wrong to tell her to cut the analysis. She stepped way over the line. That being said, might not hurt to reach out and try to soften what you said. Unfortunately, sometimes the truth hurts and you put it on her pretty good. Vault Hunter says, not the arsehole. How someone like that could dish out any kind of relationship advice, let alone advice about cheating, absolutely baffles me. Bowser's mum says everyone sucks here. You say you were mean and it does sound like you took some cheap shots, but she was way out of line projecting and giving you unsolicited bad advice. What now Reddit world says everyone sucks here. She sucked first and you took a personal dig at her. It looks like you look down on her for her choices and in general, and it shows. Congrats on the nice life, but that's a good reason to dump a friend. Looks like she has a spine after all, since she's standing up to you. Zero says, everyone sucks here. Your friend shouldn't project their relationship issues onto others. But the whole, you aren't paying me enough to listen to your whining bit and telling her she's a doormat is kind of shitty. Comfortable ad says, everyone sucks here. Just because she was an asshole and crossed the line doesn't mean you're justified if you do the same. You should probably talk it out. You both said some hurtful things. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Is it clear, not the arsehole, or everyone sucks here? What is your choice on the matter? What do you think? Or do you think it's a you're the arsehole? You're going completely the other way. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. We move on to the next story. Our next story comes from Negotiation Brief 9580. Am I the arsehole for digging my heels in with my fiance concerning surname? My fiance, 27 female, and I, 30 male, are getting married next year. I pretty much let her run the show when it comes to the wedding and reception. Her last name is from biological father who left when she was two. Her mother remarried and she said for years she can't wait to get married to change it. For six years, I've heard about what a piece of garbage this guy is. I'm the last male to carry my name. There are only four people with the name, so it's always been important to me to pass it on to my children. She wants to get married in the Catholic church. 
I'm not Catholic, but it means a lot to her, so I'm in the process of converting. She wanted to be close to her mum and sister, so I left a job I loved, found a new job, and we moved four hours away from my family to be closer to them. Her sister is a recovering alcoholic, so we don't keep liquor in our apartment, despite that I like to have a beer after work. I've made many changes to accommodate her. She's acknowledged it, and I always respond that all I care about is passing my name on, and she responds with a number of days until our wedding. Shortly after we arrived, BioDad contacted her out of the blue. He heard from relatives she was getting married and decided it was the perfect time to reconnect. All of a sudden, I now hear what a wonderful guy Paul is, how hard he's trying and how wonderful it is that he's back. Often, I get home from work and she's gone, only to arrive home past midnight after being out with Paul and her half-siblings. I hate that I don't see her as much, but I know how much it means to her to have a relationship with him. At the same time, after years of hearing her trash him, I'm not even allowed to think bad thoughts about him. She's planning on having him walk her down the aisle, which I don't think is appropriate, but it's her decision. This weekend was the bombshell. She told me her father brought up the importance of their name and that she's deciding to keep it. This stung very badly. I replied that it was her choice. I just wanted to pass my name down. She smiled uncomfortably and informed me that she wanted the first boy to carry her name because it would mean so much to daddy. I told her that is not happening. She suggested we hyphenate as a compromise. I told her there was no negotiation, that I had one thing that was important to me. I'd move heaven and earth to give her what she needed and everything else, but I wouldn't budge an inch on this. She told me I was being unreasonable. I responded that I've been in her life longer than he has and asked her who it was she was trying to start a life with, me or him. She started crying and accused me of being jealous of her relationship with her father. My parents and her mum and stepdad agree with me and think she's allowing Paul to influence her. Her sister thinks I was an ass for asking that question and refusing to compromise. All that was going through my head whilst I was reading this story is that there needs to be like some sort of pause or break on this wedding with this going on it sounds like too much father appearing out the blue and thinks it's a great time to reconnect just because he's heard that she's getting married yes i'm putting my hands up to my ears at the moment and whilst i can partly understand that you know she's probably got a lot of feelings going on herself her father's been out the picture all this time and suddenly he turns up and he's a great guy so she's got a lot of feelings going on about herself and how she wants to include him and be a part of her life once again but it all feels like manipulation from the father to me And it's one of the ones I don't really know where to go about the whole name thing. I mean, OP's compromised so much already, but is this a step too much? So we're going to turn to the comments to find a little bit of something first, I hope. With spaghetti hips don't lie who says not the arsehole. Not going to read other comments. Staying out till midnight with your mostly estranged father after years of hating him is also fucking weird. Lil Eve 77 says you're not the asshole, but unfortunately you can't force her to change her name. Use this as a time to evaluate your relationship. Perhaps couples counseling would be a good idea before saying your I do's. Good luck. Sinjuri says not the asshole. Seeing as you've bent over backwards and done your absolute best to give her everything she wants and hopes for, including converting, I don't think it's unreasonable at all for you to have one thing that you want and wish for. Relationships should be about compromising both ways, not only about one person giving in on everything. Perhaps she's too used to getting her way with you in the end. Hope it ends well for you. All the best. Outrageous says, this is a hard one because it's not just about a last name, it's about accommodation. You seem to be doing all of that and she isn't doing much, or even showing much awareness of your effort. See the red flags here? 
I get that she's been hurt by Paul and his magical reappearance here. Must be beyond a delight for her, but imposing that on you with a surname demand, in addition to all the other accommodations that have been going one way, seems a bridge too far. She needs to work through the abandonment by Paul and his sudden re-emergence in her life, in therapy. Not the altar, not the arsehole. 1-800-TURD-FERGUSON says, You are not the arsehole. Her idea of compromise is doing what she wants. You moved away from your family and a job you loved. You can't keep any alcohol in the house because of her alcoholic sibling. You seemingly can't disagree with her in any meaningful way. She can do what she wants, when she wants, and you can't argue with her. There are more red flags here than in Fenway Park. Your fiancé is irrational and inflexible. I think you need to put the engagement on hold or call it off and schedule an appointment with a counsellor. If she refuses to go, then there's your answer. And throwaway validation says, not the arsehole. You've already made a great deal of sacrifices for her. You had one thing that was important to you and she doesn't care. This is not an equal partnership. She doesn't care about your emotional needs, only hers. And you've been catering to hers at your own expense this whole time. If this is important to you, don't back down. Your feelings matter too. And with all that being said, the compromises OP makes, I don't think he's asked for much, especially when they've had the expectation all this time that their child will be named after them. I think it's a little bit of a low blow. So I am going to say not the arsehole on this one. But what are your thoughts on this? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And our next story comes from Community399. Am I the arsehole for publicly telling my stepdad to fuck off after he complained about being excluded from the speech I wrote for my brother's funeral? My dad is an attention-seeking person. Did I say attention-seeking? As the saying goes, he is the bride slash groom at every wedding and the corpse at every funeral. He can't help himself and has no issue showing how much he craves for attention. I've never been on good terms with him. He sold my childhood home and threw away stuff dad left for me and my brothers who's 19. He convinced mum to revoke my college fund and use it to renovate their new home, resulting in me moving out at 17. I'm now 26. My brother was still living with them when he passed. He suffered from physical and mental conditions that my stepdad called fake. My brother was diagnosed with stomach illnesses that landed him in hospital a few times, but my stepdad insisted he was faking it to get attention. And so didn't help with money, so mum ended up selling jewellery to help my brother. Then he passed away two months later. The funeral was last week. I was so devastated because I've always been close with my brother and had plans to do so much in the future. But going by uncle's advice, I decided to write a speech. Sort of like a goodbye letter to my brother as closure for me because I had so much to say but so little time. 
I gave the speech at the funeral. These moments felt long and pretty heavy. I went back to sit and had people pat my shoulder trying to comfort me. But my stepdad approached me and openly asked why I didn't mention him anywhere in my long, detailed speech. I was speechless and enraged by his offending question. I literally said, I don't know because you're not the one who's dead. He replied that technically the funeral is for the living, then casually went on about how I should have mentioned some of the impact slash benefits he had on me and my brother when he came into our life. I harshly reminded him how mum started selling her jewelry to pay for my brother's medication, while all he did was claim my brother was faking by being sick to get attention. Called him pathetic to want more attention at a funeral than the departed person and loudly told him to fuck off with his pathetic, attention-seeking bullshit. He looked shocked and saw a number of guests look at him awkwardly. He argued that I was being utterly disrespectful of him and that he was generous enough to consider getting my brother a decent headstone, but it wasn't his fault I refused to have his name on it. My brother and I never changed our last name and my stepdad somehow wanted his name on my brother's headstone, otherwise he wouldn't pay for it. It turned into an argument and I demanded he leave and got others involved. He left eventually but kept telling my whole family about me making a scene and humiliating him out of old spite and that I was inconsiderate of my brother to cause a scene at his funeral, basically turning the family against me. He wants at least a written apology so we can move past this, but I refuse to give him one. Mum wants me to do it as soon as possible. Nope, 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 not the arsehole a thousand times. And I'm sorry about your brother's passing. I'm very, and I wish you the best. I really do. But there's no way you're the asshole in this situation. And what an absolutely selfish, toxic person. Come up to you at the funeral as well and say this sort of stuff and say, you know, why didn't you mention my name? Ugh, makes me sick. And mum is pretty bad in this situation as well. Let him get away with this behavior and she's having to sell her jewelry. I, I do wonder, is she afraid of him or something like that for her to have to sell her jewelry to do this? But let's check out some of the comments to see what they're going to say. And I'm pretty sure they're just going to tear him apart. But hey, but Ang the Watcher says, not the arsehole. At this point, I wouldn't apologize to him. I would also look at going low contact to no contact. No contact for sure. I'm sorry for the loss of your brother. I can't imagine how painful that is. I wouldn't want to be around him anymore or your mother. She continues to allow his behavior at this point. Maybe it's better to move on. Appropriate Cupcake 48 says, not the arsehole in any way, shape or form. I'm sorry for the loss of your brother. Hotel Antarctica says, Not the arsehole, your brother is dead, but SD is upset that he wasn't mentioned in your speech memorializing your brother. He refused to pay for your brother's headstone because your brother opted to keep your bio dad's last name. Ridiculously narcissistic, wouldn't you say? Your mum let SD get away with characterizing your brother's illness as fake and attention-seeking. Your mum revoked your college fund to renovate the house because of this man. Your mum is going to have to live with a lot of guilt over her conduct. Sorry for your loss. Princess Oki says, not the arsehole, Jesus. Why is your mum with someone who's so cruel to her children? Also, he wants a written apology. I vote for shitting on his front step and telling him that's all the apology he'll ever see from you. Lulu says, sorry, mum. In choosing your side, you lost two sons. I hope you never regret it. Not the arsehole. To which Beck2010 says, not the arsehole, full stop, but the letter. Dear stepdad, I'm sorry you're so pathetic as to think you deserve any kind of apology. I'm sorry you spent my college fund on yourself. I'm sorry you're such a blowhard jerk as to make my brother's death all about you. I'm sorry my mother sold her jewelry to pay for my brother's meds while you cried faker. I'm sorry you never see what a degenerate person you are. I'm sorry my mother is still married to you. And post it publicly. 
Fitbear says, I'm so sorry for your loss. You are not the asshole. Your stepdad is and your mum is too for staying with him and going along with all his demands. Now, what would you do to this man? How would, would you write him a letter? What would you put in that letter? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Brace yourself for this next one. It's from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole for throwing out some of my girlfriend's shoes? <laughs> I am 34 male, lost my apartment during COVID. My landlord went up on the rent and I couldn't afford it. My girlfriend, 27 female, told me I could move in with her and I've been living here since October of last year. She has a house that her parents gave her as a graduation present. Now my girlfriend, who we're called Joy, owns a two bedroom two-bathroom house with plenty of space considering it's just her and a dog in the house. The master bedroom has a walk-in closet. This is important later. When I moved in, she told me I could keep my things in the closet in a spare room office workspace, not in the master bedroom. Now the closet in this room is very small and hardly holds all my clothes. I don't like having to fold up some of my things into the dresser because then I have to iron them in the morning before work or having to walk to the master bedroom to the small room for my stuff. I got a couple of things in the master bedroom, but not much. 98% of the stuff in the closet are wedge shoes. As a kid, Joy wasn't much a girly girl and was a complete tomboy. Apparently, after she told her mum she wanted a pair of wedges, her mum has bought her a pair for her birthday and Christmas every year. Joy owns like 56 pairs of wedges. Some she doesn't even wear much, as she told me. Some are still in the boxes. A couple of days ago, I decided to make some space for my stuff. I went through her closet and bagged up some of her clothes and shoes. I made sure to pick things that looked like they hadn't been worn in a long time. Most of the items were shoes. I took the bags down to a local secondhand store, oh God, and then went home to move my stuff into the closet. When Joy got home, I told her what I did and showed her how there was enough room for my stuff and hers. She went off on me, screaming at me and demanding I go and get her stuff. I told her I'm living here too and it's only fair we share. She threatened to call the police on me, so I left and went to a friend's place while she cooled off. The next day I went to the secondhand store and got back her stuff. Thankfully, they hadn't unpacked the bags yet. I took them over expecting her to be better behaved, more willing to talk and happy I got her stuff back. Instead, Joy went off on me again and told me to pack my stuff and leave. I tried to reason with her. In the end, I called a friend to come help me pack. Joy took my key off my chain and said we're over. I think she's being unreasonable because I have lived there too. I should have space in the closet as well. I tried to tell her, but she blocked me on everything. My friend said it was a dick move to take her stuff. Maybe I should have moved them to a smaller closet, but she doesn't wear all the shoes and doesn't need them. I doubt she would have noticed they were gone if I didn't tell her. They were just taking up space and I got them back, so no harm, no foul. Now it's one of the ones that I gotta come in and say, I hope this one's not real. <laughs> It doesn't even sound like you're actually like officially living there. Like she actually wants you living there full time. It sounds like she's just doing you a favor while she was going through some bad stuff. And suddenly you're in there thinking that you can demand space, chuck out her stuff and that she has to listen to you. Oh, and let's not forget my favorite, be better behaved. Ooh, dearie me. Yes, you're the asshole. Of course you're gonna be the asshole. But always angry Fox says, be better behaved and listen to you. So you think that just because you live with her that you're entitled to everything in the house, including her things. Do you pay rent, buy food, bills, or did you just move in and make yourself at home? Honestly, you saying you expected your now ex-girlfriend to be better behave when you got back as a huge red flag and I'm glad she dumped you. Honestly, she should have called the police on you. You're the asshole. 
dig a hole to poop in. Great name says, you're the asshole. You're the colossal asshole. I mean, I'm really struggling to believe this is real. <laughs> Did you accidentally leave out the part where you and your girlfriend had a rational conversation about ways to make more room for your stuff? Did you not even show her the things you'd bagged up so she could go through them before you hauled them away? I'd say there's no way anyone in this is this obtuse, but sadly, I know better. And one more because they all follow pretty much the same route from Minera who says you're the asshole. Your friends are right. It's her apartment. She's paying, not you. It doesn't matter if you're living there too. She told you where you could put your stuff and you completely ignored this. Now, what would you do if your partner did this? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and all your verdicts on today's stories. As always, I would love to hear them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in today's stories. And I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.